0: Everybody welcome to Parkview on the spot my name is Nathan. I'm one of the pastors at Parkview and Episode Chad, one. Episode one. That was wow. Pastor Tim that you just heard. He's our guest <laughs> today. This is episode one. We've never done one of these before. How do there you feel may about only that, Chad? Be one episode. Dude,
1: I am I'm I'm thrilled that we're doing this. This is gonna be a pretty good morning.
0: Yeah, I think yeah, so too. We yeah. are we are sitting we're sitting in Pastor Tim's backyard, and judging by Tim's mood, anything can happen this morning. Anything. <laughs> yeah, anything
1: can happen.
0: <laughs> uh, we, we, are, we are on the spot because we like to put people on the spot, yeah, man. Um, Chad, oh boy, I'm gonna put you on the spot a little bit. It. All right, yeah. Exactly, how many times in your life have you shopped at Bass Pro Shop?
1: <laughs> I've been to Bass Pro like a gazillion times, dude. A Gazillion is not a number. I don't know, maybe a thousand, yeah. maybe two thousand. Yeah, it, I for, would sleep there if I was allowed to. Uh,
2: dude, I know somebody that knows Johnny Morris. <laughs> I'm gonna,
0: I'm gonna get that done one of these
1: days. Dude, I would lo- like. Sometimes I go upstairs in the camping section. I'm like, I could sleep here tonight.
0: <laughs> oh, Chad's so next great. birthday party. Uh, you get you, you know, get dude. to just be in Bass Pro on, Shop. Ha- haven't you ever book?
1: wanted to go to the Bass Pro Shop and literally drop a lure in their fish tank? I Absolutely. Mean, come on, a little yeah, bit, of course. Yeah. I kind of want to go in there a, and feed the fish, a like, cork like cork a cork diver cork or, at the, or or shoot at the <laughs> <air> <laughs> arrow in there. Or, you know, still, all right. So my turn. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're sitting in PT's backyard, and yeah. there's a lot of you know, there's some house projects going on. <laughs> What's the worst house project you've ever done?
0: <laughs> well, all of them. Because I Leave married order. somebody who's really good at house projects. Okay. Uh, she, and she asked she, you for help. Uh, she lets me, like, we just tiled our shower. Okay. Right? We tiled a bunch of stuff because that's what you do um, when you're updating your house. right? Sure, right, right, right. And I was the sponger. She gave me the sponge, <laughs> and she did everything else. She cut the tile, and yeah. Yeah, my wife's pretty awesome. I cut the grass.
1: I'm, I'm proud yeah. of you, bro. Thank you. That's good.
0: Thank you, Chad. <laughs> Pastor Tim. Yes. How are you today? Right. I, I, I'm great, man. <laughs> I do home improvement projects. Yeah, w- what's, the, uh, what's the biggest disaster of a home improvement project you've ever had? Well, it's a very, very famous dropping the iPhone in the septic ejector pit. <laughs> yeah, yeah you, <laughs> I don't know good. if everybody's heard that story. You might have well, to... W-
2: and I don't know if it was really home improvement. It's just like this, this nagging, stupid problem I've always had that I probably should have had somebody fix. And yeah, I, I was trying to get the stuff... To move along on down in there to eject instead of just sitting in the tank. Right, right. And it's in a dark corner, and I used my iPhone for the light and bumped the shelf, and the iPhone went in.
1: (laughs) And
2: so did I. But you got it. That's right, I did. Darn right I did. I have insurance. (laughs) And then I had to... Send it back because they wouldn't take it at the Apple store because it was a biohazard.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I That's, could see that. that. If I was them, I would have done the same thing. They,
2: you should have seen the look in their eye. I mean, I had it in a Ziploc bag for crying out loud. I mean, yeah. come on. I'm not stupid. Yeah. They were like,
0: they were like you did loud, what? I'm not stupid. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe I am. I dropped my phone in this sewer. Oh, man. What, where, where are you from? Man? Where did you come from? You're in Illinois. It's, a, it's and a great question. Yeah. It's a great question. I was reading, I was reading a book the other
2: day. Um, and the guy described his childhood as, and why he, this is really fascinating. This is not what we're talking about, but I'm going to do it anyway. We are Um, now. We, he, he talked about how he had to learn to be a very outgoing, gregarious person because he moved a lot. And I, and I thought that's probably why I am the way I am you kind of had to become that I had to become the I mean I'm life of the party the you know the the whatever guy because we moved when I was you know on a little and then we moved when I was five to Colorado we were in Oklahoma we moved to five to Colorado ten back to Oklahoma City and then 14 to Enid Oklahoma and then hmm. 18, I went to college in Joplin, Missouri, and then Amarillo, Texas, and then St. Louis, and then Chicago. So I've gotten my kicks on Route 66. Yeah, yeah
0: I I mean, It kind of forces like you to adapt, right? You yeah. kind of learn to connect with people. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> did you move around a lot, Chad? Oh, yeah. But, I
1: moved like a lot of times. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah.
0: how many as a kid? It Was it because of your dad's job? Or? No, my
1: dad had a steady job, but we just kept moving. Yeah. I think I moved four or five times before high school.
0: Yeah. 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 I, I, actually,
1: I actually moved into a house. My parents sold their house. And we, were, had, we had to, like, find a rental for, like, six months. And so we moved into a town called Mayberry, Maryland. No, no way. I'm not kidding you. And, and I'm, this <laughs> is no Barney, lie, dude. Was this Barney no there? Lie. Barney I have a photo. There? My next-door neighbor had a, had a son who had red hair. Oh. And named them?
0: Opie. Opie. No. <laughs> I would have. Absolutely. I'm <laughs> not
1: kidding. It was awesome. Pretty good stuff. I right would have. I yeah. liked that we a moved, lot. We moved a lot. Yeah, we did, yeah. too.
0: We did, too. And, you know, my dad was in ministry. Yeah, yeah. And we moved around all, same, all same over deal. the place. Same deal. Yeah. Yeah, and I, look I've at heard- us, we're like the three most fun guys on the planet. That, we are. And that's, that's why. That's awesome. That's why. Yeah. Because our parents tortured us Yeah, as because children. our yeah. parents were bad. Yeah, they were just <laughs> bad parents. <laughs> <laughs> I think we can edit that part out maybe, or maybe not, whatever. Yeah, maybe. Um, this anyway, is going yeah, out heard- like the week before Father's Day. It is, is it? it is. Yeah, yeah, great yeah. timing. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah. Tim, I've heard you talk about uh, moving to Chicagoland and coming here with your young family. Yeah. I-, I can't remember how many kids you had at the no, time. I had one. One child and yeah. one on the way. Yeah, one one on the way. Lauren was on the in, yeah, and I've, I've heard oven. you and I've heard you talk about um, feeling like God wanted you here. Yeah, I told and, a guy I, I told a
2: guy that this, this story yesterday. Yeah, um, <clears throat> we didn't come to Chicago like it wasn't like this this opportunity of a lifetime. We can't wait to get here. It was a. It was kind of like I, I want to go preach and this is the only church I can find, <clears throat> and they were kind of like <laughs> we need a preacher and you're the only guy <laughs> we the can guy. find. You're so the was, one
0: willing to come it, to Chicago, <laughs> it was a match made in
2: heaven. Yeah, and uh, I mean we weren't we weren't against uh, Chicago or anything, yeah. but but man, that first night, um, Denise and I just just cried mm. because. Um, I mean, it really wasn't like we could see this opportunity ahead of us or, you know, anything. It was just like the call, and I don't use that lightly. I mean, I'm not right. a guy that, you know, God talked to me and told me to, you know, you need to give me money or stuff. It's just it's just seriously the call of God, and obviously. Did, did
1: you sense that before or after you got here? After,
2: yeah. after, Yeah but not before. <clears throat> no. Um, well, I don't think, I don't, I don't think we, I, I sensed the timing of God that it was time for me to move from student ministry into preaching. Got it. I, I would say that. Where we were going to go, we didn't know, and, and even what time. And that's why it kind of struck us so hard because we really loved where we were in St. Louis. Good friends. You know, we were so goofy because, you know, <clears throat> Rachel was two. We're like, oh, we're gonna move Rachel away from her friends. They're <laughs> they're so two. close, <laughs> you know. They're such good friends.
0: I mean, you know, I feel that stuff too. Yeah, I've got a six it, and three year old. You felt the yeah, yeah. but yeah. you
2: know, you know, now she's like thirty two or something right. like that, and it's kind of like, uh yeah, I don't remember those people, Dad. <laughs> right. But, right, Whatever. yeah. But I mean, yeah, it was it was it was definitely the call of God, and you know, and then the you know the guy I was talking to yesterday was like, well, did you plan on being here the whole time and and I said, we didn't really have a plan. Um, we we had one plan, and and you know this because I've talked to you about it, but Nathan. But you know, we said, look, this church is going to need a lot of work, and it's it, you know it's going to be a long time before we have a good student ministry. Mm-hmm. And we believed in student ministry so much that we were like, by the time Rachel hits student ministry age, sixth grade or whatever, if we don't have a good student ministry here, that's when we're going to leave. It right, wasn't yeah. about anything else, but watching out for our kids and that's why i i I always tell people you know people are like oh we're part of this other church and we really want to be involved there but we love your student ministry program and i'm like dude whatever you do i mean stay at your other church and bring your kids over you know do whatever but this 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 age group right now or come to our church for six more years and then go back you know i mean just would take care of your
0: kids take care of your kids yeah yeah um how would you describe it to somebody who might never have experienced, like you used that phrase, I felt the call of God, mm-hmm. right? I heard the call of yeah. God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and we're, we're like church people, we work at a church, but like, like for, for somebody who um, has never really thought about that before, yeah. like how, how did you know, like looking back after moving here, how did you know that God had called well, you here? Like what did that a, feel like? Yeah. What did it look like? That's a great question. Yeah. I mean, honestly,
2: it was it was so God must have thought I was really stupid because it not only did we feel the call when we got here, but when we got back to our home church in St. Louis, some crazy things had blown up mm. that so it we felt like drawn here and pushed from there at the same time. It was mm. it was uncanny. But I would answer that question in a, in a general way, what is it that you feel that God is pushing you towards so strongly that if you said no, you know you would hmm. be in disobedience to God. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, it, yeah. It, it, I do know that, what you mean. You know, it's like it's like we can't we can't say no to that. I know we you know we don't want to move you know to Chicago from St. Louis. We don't want to move away from our friends. I mean you know the church is not great, but it just feels like if we say no to this, we're we're living in disobedience to God. Hmm. Hmm so hard to do, though. I'm not saying that I haven't lived in disobedience sure. to God, you know, from sure. time to time, and, and been Jonah and said, "Yeah, I'm, I'm going the other way." But, but yeah, that's that's how I would define it. Man,
1: you ever look back on some of that and go, "Why did that happen?"
2: No, not now. Yeah, not now. Yeah, I mean I yeah. very honestly, you know, I very rarely look back on something and say why did that happen. I yeah. mean, certainly some <laughs> that's why some, we love you too. Some big <laughs> stuff, you know. Yeah. I mean, you know, I can't I can't explain why my neighbor across the street died of brain cancer. I can't, mm-hmm. you know, I I'm I'm never going to look back and 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 say, yeah, I understand all that stuff. There's mm. some stuff that's just insurmountable and we're never going to understand and I don't even know, you know, I we can talk about suffering on another day. yeah, it, it's yeah. just that, um, but yeah, I mean, when you look back, like the girl that you thought you were gonna marry, like yeah. for me i ha- I had one in college, hmm. and um, you know, the you know that that didn't work, and, you know, I didn't understand it at the time, the job that I thought I should have got, I mean, like there there was a there there was a there were a couple of times when I looked at leaving here in the early days, and, yeah. And, um, you know, one opportunity in particular, I mean, I wasn't broken hearted over it, but I, I felt like it was a good match
0: for me. And, and that didn't happen. And then, you know, here I here I am here where I'm supposed to be. And yeah. Why, why was it so hard early on, Tim, for people who don't know the story? Yeah. Like, um, I know it's a big question. No, but no, no.
2: It's, it's an easy question. I have to be politically correct about it kind of yeah. um i was talking with dave and john ferguson about this on tuesday yeah. my good friends from over at community and their dad was here in the area you know as a pastor and he kept his arm around me the whole time um, and he also took all the people that left our church. Um, so we would watch their newsletter over at Deer Creek Ch- yeah, Christian Church. all their church. new members. And we, we literally, yeah, Vicky and I would, and, and you know, we would we would look in there and go, oh, looks like the Johnsons <coughs> left. They're they're <laughs> new members at, at Deer Creek. Um, it was that. It, it, it gotcha. was you know what it was. It was exactly the situation we're in now mm. with coronavirus and racism. Yeah, yeah. It is Just you tense. know. It's tense, and yeah. you go in and you want to change something, mm. um, you gotta, you know, you're, taking, you're taking a side, kind of. Yeah. And the one thing I have always and will always take the side of is that one lost sheep. Sure, and yeah. when you take the side of the one lost sheep, the 99 sheep that are found that the shepherd left behind are always going to be a little hurt by it. And honestly, I mean, it's the quagmire of where we're at today. Even with with the racism thing, it's like if you if you try to you know support the black and brown people, then the, then some of the white people are going to say, well, you're going too far. And if you don't yeah. say something, then you're not going far enough for them. And um, but but you know, I mean, I just really at the end of my at the end of my soul, it's Jesus was always about the one that was the farthest away. He was always about the one that was the most downcast. You know, Jesus. You know, Jesus was the one that went to the Samaritan and the prostitutes and the tax collectors and you know, yeah. I mean, all of them.
0: Yeah, and and back to the calling stuff. I I, I feel like that's why um, that's why it's so important. Like the way you described calling uh, was that's the first time I've ever heard, heard it described like that. Like what is the that's one just, thing if you said no to it? Yeah, um, you, you knew you would yeah. be disappointing God. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. and. For me, I feel like that's why you stayed. That's why you're still here, yeah. and that's why you yeah. are who you are. Yeah. Going after that one is tough. Yeah, it because is. Because everyone's telling you not to go after that one.
2: It is, but I won't. Don't. I don't want to sound so spiritual that like I've been here for 30 years sure. because that was always the thing. God right. was smart enough. Believe it or not, God was smart enough to go. Uh, you know, uh, Harlow, I know you're pretty shallow, and I know what your goal <laughs> is, and I know what you want to do yeah. so you know, by yeah. eight to ten years in he we started reaching the people that that we that we needed to reach, and yeah. he started he started letting things grow, yeah,
0: I mean, I had i, I not had, because of
2: you, not be no, yeah, no, right. no, not no, no, of course, but, right. but 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 like he knew that. I would I would lose interest even if we changed the church around and we're reaching lost people, but we still weren't doing it very effectively. Mm, yeah. That I would lose interest. I have I have a cousin that was over 30 years at a, at, a, at a ministry and. Oh man, I mean, his heart was exactly the same, and he hmm. went in and he changed the culture. But then it was like a bunch of st- one step forward, you know, two steps back, yeah. and then two steps forward, one step back. And and if I would have been in that situation, I just I just wouldn't have
0: stayed. Yeah, because
2: yeah. I'm just too like, let's go take the next yeah. hill.
0: Yeah, that's what we love about you. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> 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 awesome. so, so
1: let's t- let's take for example like a a guy a girl who's like trying to figure out what to do with their life but you know they don't want to work in a church. Good. So that, yeah, so yeah. so how do they figure that out? How how what would you what advice would you give to somebody who's going I don't know what to do with my life?
2: Um a good question it's, it's interesting because we're going to do a, a mission podcast here in, in just a few minutes um i you know i i mean the one thing that we really wanted to do with our girls was make sure we got them out in the world to see how everybody else was and what everybody else did and get out of your little paradigm and make sure that you're good um, with what's really out there, and yeah. I, I think we did that. And of course, they all moved away now. But um, you know, that's that's how that goes. I would say go explore. I would say, what is it? You know, what is it in your heart? What What are you good at? What do you do? Yeah. You know, what do you love to do? And the beautiful thing about it now is that, man, we are in a situation where you can go do whatever you want to do. Yeah. And you can do it for Accessibility. God. Accessibility. You yeah. can you can code. You know, computers. You can you can, you know, you can make tiktok videos you can you know <laughs> you can,
0: yeah, truth i truth. think next week we're actually starting a tiktok uh, <laughs> I mean, I account that would be yeah awesome yeah, yeah. yeah just chad though He's i just mean me. seriously when you think about it i mean everybody sleeping
1: at bass pro <laughs> yes or El <laughs> oh yeah. if, if you
2: if you think about a lot of people look at ministry and they look at me yeah or they look at you guys when you're up you mm. know leading leading a campus yeah. or whatever and they're like I, I don't I don't want to preach well yeah. good then don't preach right. I mean right. Right. But that's all that's okay we'll find yeah. those people right but, but and and don't work for a church for crying out loud the most effective people out there I mean even the Apostle Paul built he made tents right and sure and did ministry at the same time and right. and frankly I think the days of me and you guys guys are on their way out anyway mm-hmm. to be able to make a salary to be able to work full-time at a church. I, I think a, a lot of people are going to be doing bi vocational stuff um, and that gives you the opportunity I mean this the world has changed man yeah it's yeah. crazy you could be you could if you have a heart for clean water in Malawi you know there, there was a guy in Rwanda that I met there who was still running his insurance agency from Rwanda. Mm. <laughs> in Orange County, That's he was incredible. from Saddleback. yeah, and he and his wife would get up really early. They'd get up at like five because that was like you know, I don't know, 11 o'clock in Orange County, right And they would do their business from and this was like five, six years ago. They would do their business in the morning and then after that was done, they would do their clean water initiative and they lived in
1: Rwanda. It's beautiful.
2: Mm. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> the, world's, the world's just such a crazy,
1: cool new place, man. Yeah. So I, I got some buddies who kind of like, they kind of grew up in the church and now they've, they're not really kind of going to church. Right. Yeah. And so they, you know, they have this memory of like sort of loving church or maybe just having to go to church. And now they're kind of like, you know, do I go? Do I not go? Um, yeah. It sounds like you love the church.
2: Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I absolutely love the church. Yeah. And, and um, you know, I mean, to steal. Align. It's the hope of the world. I I really believe that, and actually, that's another big reason why we've done, we've made the shift in missions that we have to to the peace plan because we want to work through the local church, and um, you know, I mean, it's the it's the it's the hope of the world. And when you look at uh, systemic racism, or you look at even how we've handled the coronavirus, or, or you look at the history of the world. It's been the church that solved the problem, without a doubt. Yeah, and 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 so yeah. Okay, so I'd, maybe I don't like the place I'm going right now or whatever. Who who cares, man? Find it. Find a place that you like going, or go and stay with your church and be strong with them. Yeah, and man. then guess what? You can go online and watch 40 other churches you a week can. if you want you to. You can. <laughs> so so you know <laughs> uh, you know however it works for you. And I'm not saying that you're not a Christian if you don't go to church because that's you know I mean that's that's not the thing. Right. But the local body is. Where stuff is supposed to come through, yeah. I, I really do believe that, mm. and uh, it is yeah,
0: can I ask you a controversial question sure, what do you hate about the church? not our church, just the church <sighs> um, the, it, i I hate
2: the I hate the older brother syndrome yeah mm. i I hate I hate, the, f- that. I hate the fact that and and I, it's been it's me and everybody else. It's, I'm I'm not poking at anybody. Right. But the, what the devil does to us is he gets us in, and then he makes us really comfortable, and then he makes us really selfish. So yeah. when the old when the prodigal son came home, and dad said, you know, hey, this is awesome. I'm so glad you're here. And. And, the, and then the older brother was like, "Wait, what the heck is going on? Right. How does he get to be here? I've done all the right things and blah blah blah." That is like, from for I'm gonna I'm gonna this is not, you know, this it's is not, not scientific. To church either. I mean that. No, yeah, no, it's not. Right. It's rated mm-hmm. a, any organization. Right, right. But I think it's about five to seven years is the process and you know you come in and you're all gung-ho and you're excited and then it starts to become about you mm-hmm. which is why we have to constantly be hammering about that and it's human nature and the devil i don't i don't i don't hate that about the church it's just right. like you said it's human nature right. i mean it could right. be your swim club or you know your tennis club or or your work <laughs> you know it's just your you start to get this paradigm of you know i mean the, why why did blockbuster not decide to, you know, be Netflix, right? right. I mean, it's the same thing. We're going to get comfortable,
0: we're going to do what we do, and everybody else is wrong. Truth. Yeah, <laughs> I think we've all been bothered, but we've all been the big brother in our lives. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. we've also seen the big brothers yeah. in the church and everywhere. It is frustrating. Um, hey, Chad, I, you want to put Tim on the spot today?
1: Yeah, I'd love to put Tim you on feel the like spot. You like it? Yeah, man. Go for it. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so you've preached a lot of sermons, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, have you ever wanted well, it's to pre- really just like a few sermons just over a and over again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Five to seven year cycle. Yeah, yeah. Got it. Got it. Talks.
0: <laughs> Thanks, Bob Russell. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, Bob.
1: So so have you ever wanted to preach on something, but just, you know, kept telling yourself you weren't going to do it for whatever reason?
0: Or you couldn't get away with it. Or you couldn't it. get away with it. Hmm.
2: That's interesting. I would have said sex until I did it. I mean, like, I did. It wasn't a how-to series. It was just, you know, <laughs> it was. It, but, but I Although had a lot of the guys listening right <laughs> now. Right, yeah, they'd yeah. be all about we, that. We, probably, yeah, Maybe, well. we should have another episode. <laughs> but, but you know, it's a, uh, it's just a, it's a situation where, like, I had a friend who preached a series on it, yeah. and he put up a billboard, and he got all kinds of crazy response to it. But he wasn't doing it for that. It was just like, let's talk about this, and, right. and so I did it, and. Um, and it was really well received. I mean and it was it was a deeper dive than you would have normally done. Um, yeah, I can't I can't really think of any topic. Um, the the tricky part is when you get to the political hot hot topics. Sure. Right, you know sure. right. like right now, right now if you yeah. put a gun to my head and said you have to preach on racism this weekend um, June
0: twenty twenty. Oh man. Yeah, it's,
2: right. it's 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 hard because how do you say it all in, sure. in 30 minutes or, or, as we're doing now, 20 minutes, 20 on, minutes. These, <laughs> on these shorter things? Um, I will tell you the most pressure I was ever under. Yeah, that's interesting. Um, doing a sermon, yeah. and this is a fascinating story that yeah. you probably don't even know about, Chad. No. I invited the friendly atheist to come and, and do a weekend with me. Who's mm. that? The friendly the atheist? The friendly atheist. His name is Hemet Mehta. He's a great guy. He had a blog. I mean, this has been... A while ago now, but he had a blog, and uh, and and it was like you know I'm gonna go. He said I'm gonna go around and visit churches and tell you my reaction. And and so he did, and 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 I got the brainstorm of, oh, I'm just gonna call him up and see if he wants to come and let's talk together. Because it, again, like racism or whatever we're talking about right now, the best thing we can do is have everybody sit down and talk. Okay, yeah, right. Uh, and, and and he was a he's a well-smoking guy, and and it was fun. And then I was like, oh my gosh, what have I done? Because. I, I'm not like, you know, I'm not like an apologist. I'm not like some guy that I, I, I can't always think of where the right. Bible verse is or right. what the answer right. is right. or, you know, this article <laughs> I read or whatever. And, uh, and I don't have photographic memory. So, I man, I did so much reading and studying and praying that week. And, and mm. we invited him in. And it's probably still in the archive How somewhere. It, we need to, it went really, yeah, really cool. well. I think the congregation, I mean, he was great. Yeah. You know, he, he wasn't arrogant he he was fun he we we had a really good time together we've lost touch recently but i think he's still he's still blogging still doing it he he wasn't one of those angry guys he was yeah. just like hey man i just don't i don't get this and um and, and we had a really good dialogue and i'll never ever do it again yeah you probably felt pressure <laughs> Yeah, exactly
0: yeah the pressure was probably twofold right like you didn't want to be put on the spot like yeah. when you were up yeah. there but also you didn't want to like you didn't want him to say something yeah. that offended, right. Half your audience, yeah. And he knew that. I mean, I, yeah. I
2: knew enough about that ahead of time yeah. that it was okay. Yeah, yeah, I can't really think of a of a topic, but but the same thing. I mean, you want you want to talk about you want to talk about pro life issues, right. you wanna, you All know, the wedge issues. The I, that, yeah, yeah. I, I I'm gonna I'm gonna stand up and say that you know life begins in the womb all day long, and at the same time, I know I'm preaching to. Uh stats would say maybe 30% of right. the women in the room have had an abortion. Right. So how how do you balance that? That's so a the, that's the kind of stuff that makes your brain hurt. I'll I'll preach on anything. Anybody just e- email me and say, Hey, preach a sermon on this and I'll do it. I don't care.
0: Done. I, it's, yeah. just, <laughs> it's just it's uh, <laughs> just something comes to mind though when you told that story, you talked about um, apologetics and kind of questions. Yeah, and, um I I feel like most of the people listening to this, myself included, Chad, probably you, like, there are questions that we have that we just wish, like, the clouds would open up mm-hmm. and God would just answer those questions, yeah. Yeah. and then everything would be fine, which right. probably wouldn't be fine, but, right. you know, we want those questions yeah. answered. Um, as a pastor, um, a church leader, just a Christian dad, you mm-hmm. know, like, is there, is there one question that you wish... You could ask God and right now in this moment he would answer it for you. Um, and if, gonna, so what is I'm that question? Take you deep. And I'm gonna take I, you
2: deep, man. Okay,
0: go deep. Seriously, because I think I think a lot of these guys and people listening are dealing with that. And okay. I'd love to hear it from you. And even if it hasn't been answered, you know, it, it, if you it, don't it, have an answer it,
2: for I it. I mean it's answered, but is it answered? Um, right. is is what I'm gonna talk about. And it's sec- it's human sexuality. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It is okay, Bible says as I understand it and read it, that homosexual relationships are not supposed to be. Hmm. Um, And I know some great homosexual people. Yeah. Yeah, I know some great gay and lesbian people. My aunt was a lesbian. She passed away several years ago, same partner for 35 years. It's a very difficult situation to look a person in the eye and say, I know that you and this person love each other and you're monogamous and maybe you're even raising a family, but I still know in my heart that God said that that's not the way He wants it to go, Hmm. especially in light of the fact that you have uh, polygamous relationships in the Old Testament. And we know that right. that it is one man and one woman for a lifetime was the ideal, but every one of the church fathers had more than one wife. Yeah, uh, you know, so the ideal versus the, had the reality. Many, yeah, Solomon handy. had you know a thousand. Maybe. so, so I, I, you know, that would that would that yeah. would be it for me today. Like, like if, how do you
0: look somebody in the eye and say that? knowing all of that other stuff N- knowing all that yeah.
2: other stuff yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and, and loving them at the same time right? And, and, and I've come to the point where I can at least go look this is where I'm at and I know this is where you're at and, 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 and we love each other you know yeah. and, 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 and that's, the, that's the important thing um, but I would love for God to open up the heavens right now and say, "All right, everybody, yeah. this is what I mean, and this is, and what, this I is what I Wouldn't don't be mean, beautiful? and I want yeah. everybody to be yeah. clear on it." Because when you look at when you look at like uh, the the gender issues, mm-hmm. for example, you know? I mean, all my life I'm like, well, it says this, it says this, it says this, and then I, I look into it a little bit deeper, and it, it said that for that situation, right. and it said something else for a different situation, and, you know, in Romans 16, Junia is probably a woman elder in the Bible, and nobody wants to talk about that, and the early church
0: right. changed it so that it would make it into <laughs> right. a male name, right. and, and, you know, I mean, it's yeah. just like,
2: wow,
1: there's, there's yeah. so much
0: to all of this. Yeah, God, yeah. And, and God's not a helicopter parent, but I Wish he would be sometimes. 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 Like I really wish yeah. he would be. Yeah, <laughs> just tell us what to do, right? Yeah. yeah,
1: Pastor Tim, it's been so good to be with you today. <laughs> Took you deep. Yeah, you it did. did. Yeah, uh, that's good. That's so good. good. You're honest. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. And to all of you who are listening right now, we're so glad you joined us on our first episode.
0: Right? Episode one. We made it through. We did. Nobody cussed. Yeah. That's great. No. Well, we edited it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's our standard. <laughs> All right, man. Pastor Tim, have a great day. Oh, thanks, man. So good to be with you. Thanks, you guys. It was a blast. Nathan, can't wait to do this again, man. I know. Peace. See you.